0: Hello, welcome to today's Immigration Tidbit. So a lot of people have arrests, but they never pled guilty, the cases were dismissed, Uh, and they wonder if they have a conviction for purposes of removal, for immigration purposes, and that depends, okay? It really depends on the situation. For example, Let's say that there's a drug crime, and let's say you go to court and so forth, and you enter into an agreement of deferred adjudication. Okay, meaning that uh, the judge says, Well, you go to a drug rehab uh, for the next year, you don't do anything bad, and then after a year, if you've completed everything, I will dismiss the charges. Um, And you say, Okay. Well, under most circumstances, that's a conviction for immigration purposes, okay? Even though you don't have an official conviction on your record, and even though you did not specifically plead guilty. Uh, Now, there are ways, for example, you could try to take a deferred adjudication, and it could work so it's not considered a conviction. But generally speaking, just going through criminal court and signing the okay type Document won't work. Additionally, let's say that you don't have any criminal convic- conviction and it's not a deferred adjudication, and you're at some port of entry coming in, and you know, you say something to the effect, Well, I had, you know, 15 ounces of marijuana in my pocket, uh, and I definitely smoked it, but I had a really good attorney and they got all charges dismissed, and I do not have a conviction. Um, Well, under immigration law, you just admitted to the essential elements of the crime, and thereby you are now inadmissible uh, for that particular drug crime, even though you don't have a conviction in criminal court. So if you have any criminal history, arrests, and so forth... Don't just think because you might not have a guilty plea or a jury trial conviction that for immigration purposes, it is not a conviction. You have to be very careful what you do and you have to be very careful what you say um, because there's a line that has to be walked. If you admit to the essential elements of whatever crime it is, you're going to be inadmissible under immigration law because of that. But then again, if you lie and misrepresent about what happened, that's going to make you inadmissible based upon fraud. So that's why, for all intents and purposes, if you have a crime and you're dealing with immigration, you should get an immigration attorney um, because, more or less, we know how to walk that line. Okay, uh, you, There's also issues of when things occurred when people were under 18, okay, Uh, and whether or not those are considered convictions. And then even if they're not considered convictions, whether or not an admission of the elements, even though it occurred before you were 18, makes it a criminal conviction. So I'm just giving you a few examples, but you can see that it's a hairy part of immigration law uh, and there's not a simple yes or no or you know you can easily get in or easily say this or say that I, I have a lot of clients who uh, you know they'll they'll email me and they go what do I say to blah 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 and, and you know I can't tell legally I cannot tell somebody what to tell an officer okay that that's not how it works uh, so you just need to be careful and have it properly uh, documented and prepped to try to avoid as best as possible being put in removal proceedings. And then, if you are put in removal proceedings, it's attempting then to, based on what is done, to get out or win, based on uh, the fact that it's either not a conviction or doesn't make you inadmissible. Okay. Shortcast Club.